is in the building, building, building. Recut gems, baby! <laughs> First one for the two Foski. I know y'all missed us. I know for a fact in your heart of hearts that you missed us. And we're glad to be back, of course. Ain't MC. that right? A plus another black print Patreon bonus. We're gonna be announcing a couple more things as far as those black print Patreon bonuses. We're gonna be getting to that. But plus, yo, it's been a while, man. Last episode, first episode since November. How's it felt? It's been a minute. You know what? This is the first episode on another coast. So now we on both coasts. Wow! I just realized that this actually is the first. Wow! This is a whole new room. That's right. That's right. Room. I have not sent, uh, I have not been able to show for those that have been listening to Recut. Obviously, you've been watching the Black Prince. You've been seeing the transition of this room. Uh, it used to be real hollow. It still might sound hollow. It's getting better, though. I do have acoustic panels. Those will be set up right here in the next couple days or so. But sounding crispy, though. I ain't gonna lie. Sounding good. Uh, sounding crispy? At least it's sounding crispy. That's one thing that's very important when we do, uh, when we do a lot of these shows here. I don't know if you have, if I could get this. His hand situated here. We're on a little bit of a protest as of right now. <laughs> Thankfully, nothing has changed as far as the timetable. Still about, well, by the time that you hear this, it's been about 40, 39 days until the yeah. world is saved. So That's we're getting cool. close. We're getting a lot more closer than it was in a couple of hundreds the last time that you heard of. But I'm in a little bit of a protest right now. That furthest, that furthest left and that furthest right is to the opposite side. I have a yeah. beef and I have a qualm that is going to have to be worked on. But, um, you know, he has the chance to fix that when the time is right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm calling him Super Mike Tyson in relation to how... Super Mike. Super Mike Tyson and how, you know, like I said, in relation to how uh, Mike Tyson, you know, turned at uh, WrestleMania 14. I, I got uh, a feeling. I got a feeling. It's going to put that out in the universe. So you'll get a right hand, right hand, down right those right <laughs> right. I would love that. <laughs> I would be like Triple H, you are doing Lord's work. I completely forgive 1999. Appreciate you. That is comedy. If Roman just gets in his face, just oh, what the hell, man? So right. title, man. Come on, bro. What was that, man? Right you know hand. He better do him like how he did Sammy at the Royal Rumble. He was all in that nigga face. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were I thought you were a real nigga take this chair and smack your mans in the face here it goes do it left do it right do it you heard the song god damn it Sammy was like I choose they burnt the mics, man. They burnt the mics. It was classic. The fa- to the face to Jay going, what you doing, man? What are you doing? Man, you clean my pretty. Fucking ginger. Fuck this. You stay here, your brother? I'm your brother. Boom. Yo, I, hey. Just know, I, I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit perturbed by a okay. lot of the people that have been bothered by where Jimmy and Jay is going for WrestleMania. Clearly, is going for WrestleMania. Obviously, we're gonna get a lot of good story that comes from this match. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I mean, the, the long term storytelling right now in the E 
not even just right now, over the past couple of years, has been top notch. So to see that building over the last year or so, man, it's amazing. It's amazing. If his if if pops comes out, hey, it wow. is what it is. If anybody else come, I mean, he's been ducking. He's been ducking a lot. I'm tired of. I don't want to get. You know what? Why am I saying I'm tired? I'm here protesting. I'm tired of this man going on Twitter talking about ooh the family. What's going on with the ooh Thanksgiving ain't gonna be nice. Ooh Christmas. I wonder who getting gifts. Nigga, show up to the arena, bro. Your family <laughs> is in shambles. As much as I, as much as I gave Rock a lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, I was very disappointed in the Rock for the past couple of years. Still am very disappointed in the Rock for the past couple of years. I kind of got where the message was going with that L. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, see, where that, I'm gonna see where that L is going. Rikishi is trying to stay away from all family business, and that's what's pissing me off. Rikishi, to go ahead and break out one of the Rikishi wear jackets, one of the nice leathers. I know it's cold. Come on, man. Just go ahead and go ahead and get back on the road and, and solve this shit. He got to be the one, man. He got to come out sometime during Mania season and try to resolve this, man. He got to play the mediator. And, of course, it won't get, you know, solved. So, of course, we go to Mania with it unresolved. So, I'm looking forward to what Rikishi does. I know he's going to do something. I got I got a feeling. You think he's going to pull up in Philly and you just hear, dum, 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 dum. Bad man, dum, dum, dum. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Bad pumps. Pushing on knees and chumps. Love bad women. Bad cars. Bad love. Bad fools. I'm making my own rules. I'm a bad man. Who rapped that? I don't know, but it had to be one of those stock guys that Jim Johnson had around. I feel like he was the same one who said, you're looking at the real deal now. You know, I think it was the same guys. You know what I mean? The, the, the nigga that um, when Billy Kidman used to come out and niggas thought was DMX. <laughs> uh, hey, you can run if you want to, but you can't hide. Speaking of that time period, though, I was just thinking back when we talk about Rikishi. Who was he? Was it was it Cena that he freestyled against? And he was like, "Look at you standing there trying to be all nice." <laughs> And you looking like what vanilla ice? ice. <laughs> Damn, what's that? I mean, see, uh, Rikishi was one of Cena's early ops. Like, uh, I think it was like right before the throwback jerseys, right? Might have been like the first month or so of the throwback jerseys. I haven't done any of my 03 watches in a solid minute, but it yeah. could have been, it could have been Rikishi. That was like around the same time that Cena was rapping against um, Brian Kendrick. And um, the was, was his goon, his B squared around this time. Oh, B squared, B squared, <laughs> ain't that crazy? That was Suns at NXT on, on, on Tuesday television going hard. People don't understand, like, you know, when Cena said he got it out the mud, like, you have to go back and watch some of that shit. I mean, he was getting early pops sometimes, but he really got it out the mud, man. Like, he did true. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, it sounded like Vince handpicked the theme. Like, this is rap, pal. This is what rap sounds like to me. It's like, shit, man. This is that run DFC shit. You guys, you guys aren't rapping over this. You guys aren't rapping over this these days. He should have came out the hot diggity dog for all that. You know what I mean? Like, it's the point. If somebody had, if somebody had hot diggity dog as their, as their, I'm now thinking of Vic going, hot diggity dog. It's NXT. <laughs> NXT number. Like, oh, he was tapped in for that one. He was tapped in. I ain't gonna lie, Vic was tapped in. Ah, uh, Miss Vic and Book. If there's one thing that I've been doing for these past couple of months, uh, especially out here in Los Angeles, getting getting accustomed to this, I've been watching T TV 
I feel like this is probably the first time ever in my life that I've just been like, I sit back and I was like, wow, I, 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 it used to be a joke. Well, I guess, I guess all jokes have a little bit of truth in them. When niggas <laughs> would tell me, yo, you don't really watch TV. I'd be like, what do you mean? I watch sports. I watch uh, ESPN. I watch wrestling. Um, I gotta, I, I can, I can do well. I, I'll, I'll definitely need cable. I get out here by myself these first couple months. I'm like, yo, I don't watch any fucking cable other than the NBA, the WWE. Uh, I record a couple of things that are NBA related, WWE related, but for the most part, I'm on YouTube. I'm on apps. I'm on whatever apps I have on my Apple TV. I realized that, like, yo, I could, it's like, I could, it's like, I could do without cable, but I also can't do without cable. That's what I've realized these past couple months. That's, that's how I know we're cool because it's like the same for me, like early in the pandemic and I wasn't watching wrestling at this time. So I can remember in my apartment in Cincinnati, my TV was off like 85% of the time. Like I was always, and I, and I have cable, like cable, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Capital C cable. I'll have like HBO for no apparent reason other than just to have it. Right. Cause I'm used to having it yeah. and I would be on YouTube, you know what I mean? Or watching something on my phone. Now I've kind of made like a pointed effort to watch more TV. Like I just watched uh, The Greatest Night in Pop. And it's still like along the lines of what I want to watch. Like it's still like documentary based. Like mm-hmm. I'm starting to watch um, The Dynasty on Apple TV about the Patriots or whatever. But you're right. Like I, I, I'm going to commit to doing like a few binge watches. I want to watch Succession. I haven't watched Succession. I want to watch that. Okay. Um, there's a few other shows I want to watch as well. But I got a list. And you're, I, I have to do this because you're right. I'm paying for shit that I'm not using. And I have yeah. to. Because if I, I'm the type of person that I don't want to fully go to streaming because the moment I'm watching something and it buffers, it's going to piss me off. <laughs> it's going to piss me off. So like, I'll take it for certain. Like when we're watching PLEs on Peacock, I'll go for that. And, you know, the latency is pretty good. Like it doesn't really like buffer or nothing like that. But the moment it happens and I don't have cable to fall back on, I'm going to be pissed. So I'm going to make the most out of it and actually use it when I'm spending, you know? How did you like The Greatest Moment in Pop? Because I actually did watch that on Netflix. If anybody did not get a chance to watch The Greatest, um, what was it, The Greatest Night in Pop? Greatest Night in Pop, Pop? Yeah, Greatest Night in Pop. Yep. I, I that, enjoyed it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say that ends up being the uh, story of We Are the World. Um, for those that are a little bit younger, a huge, huge moment uh, in, in pop history. Some of the biggest artists of all time at that time in, 19, uh, in the 1980s ended up getting around making one of the bigger records of all time, especially one of the bigger radio records of all time, because this was one of the first, I don't know if it was the first time ever. I don't know if they said it was the first time ever in the documentary, but one of the first times that one song played at the same time, I think 7.55 in the morning across the entire world. And it ended up being uh, a huge record, won a lot of Grammys, and ended up doing a lot socially and things like that. But it was a good story on Netflix. But how did you, how did you, how did you like the, uh, did you learn anything from the story? Because I, I, I feel like I learned a good amount. Um, yeah, I, I, I could say that, you know, just far as how it came together, like the guy, Ken Cragen, um, this is a total sidebar, but um, I remember watching the Late Shift um, biopic, or not biopic, movie on HBO about um, Leno and Letterman, and Ken Cragen had a spot in that movie about how he didn't get along with one of the executive producers of The Tonight Show, with Jay Leno, like they were like blocking him, blocking his artists from appearing on the show because he wanted to do something with Letterman. Long story short is, I didn't know that he was kind of like the mastermind behind We Are The World. Like, this guy was like a serious power broker. I know he had stroke from watching that movie in the late shift because he kind of got that lady fired, who was the, you know, like the mean executive producer of, of Leno's show at the time. So I knew he had influence. But to be the person that was kind of like the engine behind one of the most iconic songs ever, 
I really learned more about Ken Craig and I did like a deep dive after watching. Um, also, the thing that is really funny, and I want you to do this the next time you're on La Brea, mm. um, when they showed A&M Studios, right? I'm like, that looks so fucking familiar. I'm like, I've seen this building before. And immediately, like without looking up, I'm like, it looks like Jim Henson Studios. And lo and behold, A&M Studios is now Jim Henson Studios on La Brea. You'll see it on La Brea. I don't know which part of La Brea, because of course it's a La Brea's long ass street. Yeah, but yeah. um, but um, you'll see Kermit the Frog like standing in front of like the <laughs> entrance where the AM record sign was. Yeah. So when I saw that shot, I was like, I've seen that building before. I know where that building's at. And lo and behold, it was yeah, it was Jim Henson, what is now known as Jim Henson Studios. Wow, I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that building. I've seen a couple. I've seen the Capitol building. The Capitol building, I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I've seen the I've seen the CBS Eye. So I've seen the CBS building. That was like a like a it almost looked like You're a Fairfax, right? Yeah, exactly. It was like yeah. right outside. I think it's right outside the Grove, if I recall. Yes, yes, it is. I think it was it's studio is either television city, I believe it is the building. Yeah. Exactly. So I saw that look like a studio set and stuff like that. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty fucking cool to see that. Any yeah. other buildings that I've seen? Um, I, don't, I don't really think I've I don't think I've really done too much. See, here's the thing. I don't think I've done too much on my Los Santos venture. <laughs> like I need to I need to get a lot of the I, I need to get a lot of the touristy things out the way. But yeah. I've done the observatory. So uh, GTA five wise, I've done the observatory at least. Um, there was some bullshit that I saw on TikTok the other day that was just like, yeah, man, you want to go? It was, it, it's, it's, it sounded so nuts. Well, I was going to TikTok. It was like, Hey, you see the Hollywood sign, right? One of the bigger things in California. You want to know how to get up there? Come up there. I'll show you. And he went through like this path and cut through a house and did the most trespassing type shit to show how to get all the way up to the Hollywood side. I was like, I'm not going to do this. It doesn't sound like the comments want to do this. I'm not going to do this shit. But I would like to see at least the top of the Hollywood side. I've seen the Hollywood sign from the observatory pretty far away. It's like a little bit further down that way. But if there was a way that I could actually uh, like stand stand behind it, kind of like how the the Dr. Dre, the, the Compton cover is, I'd like that. I'd like that shot. Like that shot is nice. Why was that voice you did like the default voice for TikTok and Reels narration? Like that's like the default voice. Like you want to, hey, you want to find out, or it's like I can't. I have to have something to say to do it. But it's the <laughs> default that's voice. Going like, into the swap stories bag, y'all. Pretty much eighty-five to ninety percent of like narration on TikTok and Reels has that voice, man. It's like it's weird. It's like I don't, I don't know, but it's like the default voice, and it's not AI. It's actual humans too. There's gonna be the real entertaining one of like, hey guys, you wanna ah, uh, I got a I got a secret way. <laughs> the Hollywood sign, you wanna do it? And then there'll be like the hey guys, the Hollywood sign is one of the greatest things to see in California. If you wanna know how to get up there, here, you're gonna go this way <laughs> and cut up to the I'm like, this is gonna get me set the fuck up. He was literally in like the he's like, You're gonna come to this gate, but you're not gonna go inside the house. You're gonna bust a left through the side of the house. I was like, if I get shot because of this shit, I'm going to be, I'm going to be extremely upset. And then my dumb ass is going to be like, oh, well, TikTok told me uh, if I cut through this gate and uh, make my way up this hill. And all the comments was like, nah, I don't do that. Just make sure that you bring your water and bring some shoes because it's at least a 30, 40 minute walk. So that's one of the more touristy things that I do have to, that I still do have to see in Los Angeles. I think there's a good amount. Santa Monica Pier, I haven't done yet. Malibu still haven't done yet. Um, what else do I want to do? 
I kind of do want to see the PCH. PCH is extremely oh, long, yeah. and obviously it goes all the way up California. But at least let me see the see the. Uh, I kind of want to see like like a couple of the Apple wallpapers. Like, what was the last one? A couple of that, like Big Sur. Let me go see some Big Sur shit. <laughs> big Sur is funny. Yeah, let me go see some Big Sur shit. Like, I think Big Bear is not too far away from me, if I recall. I don't know if I Big Bear it. A little cold out here right now, especially with all this rain. <laughs> But, That's another thing too. I didn't realize it rained so much in Southern California. Like I was fooled by that Tony 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 song growing up. Like I literally thought it never rained. <laughs> I was like, Yo, who lied? Because I didn't. I, I expected to come out here. I didn't bring. I still don't have an umbrella. I still don't have. I barely brought anything. A uh, 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 long sleeve. I got a couple sweatpants. But for the most part, I'm thinking, okay, I'm about to be in here in shorts. It's going to be a different heat from Florida because obviously you step out in Florida five minutes, you need a, a completely new shower, depending on what time of the year it is. Yeah. And out here, I was just like, it's dry heat. I'm not going to have to worry about that. I can be in shorts and slides all day. Then it starts pouring. And then I learned about the term atmospheric river out here and shit. Then I had to realize statistically, apparently out here in Los Angeles, we've already received the amount of rain that happens all year it's already happened and it's almost the end of february so i'm just like okay did i bring this from florida like i feel bad now i did not mean to bring our culture out here and experience all of that but that did not equate to the first or the first earthquake the actual first earthquake that i felt was maybe two weeks ago that was pretty fucking nuts i'm not gonna lie that was pretty fucking nuts okay immediate reaction like shit shaking you're like Oh, this is it. Not like this, so, is it, but like, oh, this is an earthquake. So the the few, t- I think there's been like two or three times that apparently there's been an earthquake and I've been around it. One of them ended up being the the first one. The very, very first one was uh, when we uh, did the RNC cookout in 2019. And that was when the earthquake was more so headed towards Vegas. And I think they showed it on SportsCenter. Like there was a game out in Vegas and the cameras was going crazy, blah, blah, blah. That day. Everybody was like, oh, fuck, earthquake. So when I, when I say, oh, fuck, earth, when I hear, oh, fuck, earthquake, I'm thinking shit's about to come falling down. I was in the middle of a dollar store. So I'm thinking like shit's about to come towering down. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to like, oh, shit, okay, I got to get covered somewhere. A couple seconds go by, they're like, oh, it's done. I was like, that's it? That, that's earthquake? I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I didn't experience it. I was expecting a whole lot more. It wasn't that. That happened like two more times after that. And I was like, okay, I'm never really going to experience like what a real earthquake is until two weeks ago. I'm <laughs> in my bed working and I just feel a sway and I'm thinking it's my bed. So I'm like this cheap ass fucking bed. There's no way it's swaying. There's no way it's swaying like this. I thought Walmart said this shit is lit. I thought Walmart said this is a solid bed. Like, I'm like, okay, so now I'm going to have to figure out what am I going to do with this bed. Until I start looking around the room and the and the room is just and I'm like, oh fuck. And I could hear in threes, I could just hear tin 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 like the TV swaying, the door swaying. And I'm just looking, I'm just looking around the room and I'm just like, is something gonna fall? I'm 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 preparing mentally for something that I'm like, I'm preparing for the desk to something to fall off the desk. I'm prepared for the TV to be hanging off. It lasts like a solid 10, 10, 15 seconds or so. And then it stops. I was like, what the fuck just happened? That was one of the more stunning things. And apparently this was a huge fucking earthquake. 
Right. So that was one of the more stunning moments. I'm like, I was so hyped. The adrenaline that was in my damn skin. I told my mom, I was like, oh, we just had a fucking earthquake. This is so crazy. Oh my God. And she's freaking out. What the fuck? What are you talking about? And I was like, I mean, I mean, truthfully, when you come from, in, from a Florida perspective, you deal with big hurricanes to an extent. That mm-hmm. 10, 15 second earthquake does not compare to the hours of what a hurricane could be, but still stunning. Whether you're just discovering your voice or taking your show to the next level, you know what the world needs to hear. All you have to do is say it. With Spotify, set up your podcast, your food podcast, your mindfulness podcast, your never thought you'd get this far podcast, and watch those sparks fly. Drop the episode anywhere people listen and find out who they're cooking with where they're finding inner balance and why they love your show. (laughs) You're already a creator. Now you can create, connect, and get paid for your passion with one single free tool. Spotify for podcasters. Talk where the world listens. You just released a new episode on Spotify, but don't just release episodes. Stand out on the world's most popular listening platform, wherever your show is hosted, with Spotify for podcasters. So don't just publish a podcast. Guide listeners to recommended content, featured episodes, and more. Don't just talk to your listeners. Use Q&As and polls to engage fans where they already are. Don't just check your stats. Find out where on Spotify you're being discovered and more. Tap a global audience of over 500 million. Then turn those listeners into fans with Spotify for podcasters. Yeah, I mean, I was watching a clip of maybe a newscast and it was happening as the news, you know, the newscast was underway. And I was like, wow. No, I'll tell you what I was watching. That's not right. I was watching a, a clip of Joy Taylor on FS1. And the and shit was going crazy. Yes. Yeah, right, right, right. That's what that was. And hey, man, she had a, you know, a cool, calm, you know, collected sense about her. She gathered herself and was a was a you know a trooper through it so man that just has to be interesting just to you know experience that in real time especially if you're broadcasting too that's crazy oh yeah if you're in the middle of tv if i was in the middle of recording and this shit just starts shaking i don't know what the fuck i i, I honestly do not know what the fuck i would do. like if we were recording right now and you start seeing this shit swaying for what i'm not cutting anything off i'm gonna I'm let you see the shit sw- i'm gonna let this shit sway all over the place but i would i, I would I, I would be so worried if I was on the road with that shit happening, obviously I'm in the house and nothing's going on. If I'm on the road and the road is swaying and cars are swaying, I'm I'm, I'm freaked the fuck out. I'm not. Yeah, good lie. night. Yeah, yeah. I've actually right. been in a car in Virginia with the when an earthquake happened and it was very mild. It wasn't really you know too intense, but I felt like the ground shaking and I was like, "Is this my car? Like, what the hell is this?" And, I, and I'm at a red light. I'm at a red light and I put my foot to the ground and it's moving. And I'm like, you know, the 20 minutes I go, like, where I go to, whatever, I think it was, like, my, my grandparents' house, something like that. And then it's, like, breaking news, earthquakes, you know, because earthquakes, like, never happened in Virginia. So, yeah, that was that was the only time I've experienced one, actually. That would be, I mean, I wouldn't expect, I actually don't know if any have happened in Florida. I wouldn't think so. I mean, we've had hurricanes, tornadoes. I've never experienced an earthquake in there. But hurricanes are a little bit different because, yeah. you know. You have days to prepare essentially for that. And people freak the fuck out like, oh, my God, hurricane. How could you compare that to an earthquake? Hurricanes are nuts. And I was like, well, I mean, you have the option. By the time the, the weather pretty much tells you, the weather channels and all that pretty much tell you beforehand, 
one, what kind of hurricane is going to be, the level of hurricane is going to be, whether or not you should get the fuck out of here or not, depending on the category. For the most part, Floridians, if it's a tropical storm, level one, level two, stay your ass there. It's just going to be a lot of rain. Right. You just got to chill. Maybe, maybe, maybe prepare your windows just a little bit. If you want to put shutters up, threes, fours, yeah, put your fucking shutters up. Five. <laughs> Uh, thank God I have not experienced a five. Thank God I have not experienced a five. I will knock on wood just to make sure that all of my Floridian family and friends do not experience a five. There was one time we were supposed to, which was like like 2019, and then the eye went the fuck in the ocean, and I was like, thank you, God, because yeah. that would have been completely terrible if that happened. But ge- uh, um, uh, I, think, I, think, I think geographically, the differences between Los Angeles and Florida, I felt culture-wise... Los Angeles, Florida, I felt I've actually taken the time to try and sort out my three radio stations out here. Okay. In Los Angeles. I need to hear this. I need to hear this. I've, I've taken the time to sort it out. I've given it some time. At first, the first month, I was like, okay, trying to get trying to get in tune with things. Now it's been almost like, oh, we're about like two, three weeks away from three months. And I've given it some real good thought between Real 92.3, between Power 106 between K Day, mm-hmm. K Day is a once in a while type of thing that I think that I've done. I do turn on K Day and actually do enjoy a lot. I've heard I've heard a Scarface song on there. Obviously, they're playing Pac on there. So when I want to hear K Day, I'm never left disappointed. I have not really tapped into K Day during like uh, the afternoon mixes. I haven't heard any of the radio personalities that are on K Day just yet. It's really been like a late night type of thing. It fucked me up because I heard hot in here on k-day and i was like wow that puts some things into perspective of this again era. 23 years of sobering it was exactly 22 <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous man exactly being the old school station i'm like wow okay this song is 20 plus years old i should definitely expect 20 plus year old songs on k-day not just 90s records that uh that i would i would expect that this was 2004 and i'm listening to master sounds and they're playing shit from the 80s from san andreas right so that's what that was uh, but i still like k-day k-day is gonna be and k-day i believe is gonna have something in april it's gonna allow me to see one of my favorite artists for the first time um ice cube is going to be at the forum so i'm nice. thinking i'm going to do ice cube at the forum that is going to be something that uh, 13 year old mark is going to be very 13 year old mark is going to be very happy i would say they do those shows pretty frequently i don't know if it's yearly or like twice a year but they have those big shows where it's like cube quick you know yeah. sometimes snoop but it's like it's a, it's like a a nice hit list of like legends and i, I always wanted to go to one of those joints but i haven't had a chance to and I know the mixture of the crowd is also going to be interesting too. The artist is great, but it's also great to like enjoy your artist plus enjoy the crowd that really loves the artist. It's kind of like that with movies too, I guess you would say. If you go into a movie and it's the first couple of days and you get the, 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 not the rambunctious audience, but the pretty active audience that's just yeah. like makes the experience of watching the movie a whole lot better. That's also the same thing that I feel with music. Like if you're watching shows with a dead audience, I feel like that could end up changing the uh, that could end up changing the experience a little bit. But I'm gonna like this being like my first real West Coast tour. Well, not tour, but show essentially yeah. that I'm going to be able to enjoy. Thanks to Katie, thankfully. Now between Bye. real and power. Okay. Okay. This has been tough. Okay. This has been tough. Real, real music wise, I've liked the mixing a lot on real. 
I think in December, there was a point that I could probably tell you the 15 to 18 songs that they're going to be running throughout <laughs> right. the entire day. I yeah. know for a fact, I turn that car on, I'm just going to hear it, and I'm bad like the Barbie. Then it's going to spin into, <laughs> I'm going to die for you. Oh, Baby, I'm going to die for you. Die for you gets so much burn on that station, man. Did you, <laughs> did you hear Cali Uchis on there too? Oh my God. The <laughs> amount of fucking time that I've heard Telepatia on Real 92.3 is fucking nuts. And then they'll mix it into Kissing I Hope They Caught Us. I want to tie the knot. That's going to be what show you off. I'm just like, bro. You're going to get a lot of Agora Hills. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Agora Hills also <laughs> gets nuts. That's so, funny. So that, I, I, I like the mixing on real. I also like the personalities that I've heard on, uh, the personalities that I've heard on real. Yeah. But after a while, I was just like, okay, I pretty much know real set list. Let me hop on a power. And then I think there was one time, I think it was around that time that I texted you. I was like, I know it's power 106. I was expecting 106.1. They just, oh, yeah. they just flipped me a loop. Yeah, that's I, right. I, it's 105.9. What the hell is that? It's old school, old school. So it goes back to when power 106 first started, like what, 86, I believe. Yeah, and you gotta know that like all the radios back then mostly. I mean, you probably had a few LED, you know, LED screen radios or whatever, but it's that knob still. You still turn that <laughs> knob, so like you're you're like right there by the one hundred six. You're yeah. damn near one hundred six. There was like some unwritten radio rule, like if you're like at point seven or point nine, you can go the next number up. So like if you're like ninety two point seven, you can call yourself Power ninety three. You know what I'm saying? Oh, really? Like, it's, on a point seven. The point I'm telling you, this is my high, I mean my high school, my, my childhood radio station in Richmond. Before they move a position on the dial, they were 92.7 and they called themselves yeah. Power 93. They eventually moved to 92.1, but it just became Power 92. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because you know, you had those old knob radios where you turn it close enough and you're right there by the number, but you're not technically on that number. So it was oh, it's it's just like one of those grandfathered in deals, you know? Mm-hmm. So I flipped it, I I I I set it up. Got on Power 106. Let's give it a couple days. I think distinctively, I like the radio personalities more on Power than I do on Real. That's just how I feel right now. I think mix-wise, you get a little bit of a... Um, I, I just feel like it's a good amount of variety compared to yeah. Real. Real, I think, holds down the pop lane 1,000%. Anything pop-related, anything that's in the realm of pop and rap, Real's got it down pat. Power, I feel like I'm hearing a little bit of a better mixture of what rap is in Los Angeles than I am on Real. I think that was the first time that I heard that Soak City remix. And I was like, damn, they play this record a lot out here. I think that was on Power. <laughs> That's so funny because I was going to mention like Soak City is like one of the songs that Power broke. And you've got, you got, um, I'm not going to put down Real because Real has tastemakers. They got bootleg Kev as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, you've got Justin Credible and DJ Sour Milk, the LA leakers who have been, you know, Waving that flag for the West Staples. Coast, yeah, staples for you know decade plus. So you know with they with the things the mixes they curate, you're going to get a, I think a wider variety. And I've always kind of gravitated to power a little bit more when I'm out in LA. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just feel like I, I just feel like I, I, I keep I keep both I keep both in the touch because some days do fluctuate. If I want to I want I want to get in the top if I want to get in the top lane, I will say both of them have the uh, and it's not their fault. Agora Hills radio edit is one of the weirdest fucking radio edits that I've heard in a long time. Like it, it, there's many different, I think there's like two different uh, instances where she's talking on the phone. Doja cats end up talking on the phone and they just completely cut it. 
Yeah, this condensed. And put a little bit of the. And I'm just like, you guys kind of like, it's like, is this is this the radio edit that y'all went with? Because this is yeah. pretty bad. It's pretty chopped up. I would have rather heard her just talking on the phone <laughs> and then uh, had her 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 sense her, her her ludicrous radio edits. Like you, uh, you don't really have to blur, uh, beep to anything out. Uh, you don't have to censor too many parts. Just flip the words a little bit. Right. And then right. you keep the you keep the interludes, but the radio edit is just like, and then it goes into the hook, and go right to the verse. I'm just like, yep. yeah, yeah, no, they, they condense it. That's the that's the version of RCA service. You're absolutely <laughs> right. You condense the hell out of that song, you know. And, and you and you typically see that on a lot of songs, but it's noticeable on that one for sure. Is that usually is that usually an RCA is that usually an RCA bag? Um, I, I I want to just say just sometimes just in general, you know what I mean? I'm I'm trying to think of a real good example where there's been songs that have been not just condensed but mutilated. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Dre Explosive, Dr. Dre Explosive. I don't even want to think of what that radio edit is. Listen, listen, it goes straight from Nate Dog. Somebody better get this bit, this bit. Goes right into Devin the dude. I mean, hands stomping their feet. No trace of corrupt on the whole song. <laughs> Zero trace. No corrupt on the radio edit. Like, none. I'm telling you, the next time you hear it, because you're, you're going to be prone to hear it now that I've said this, you're going to hear it on probably on K-Day or Power 106 first, but watch. It's going to go straight from Nate Dog to Devin the Dude. So, wait, does it go... Does it go... Um, uh, so, it goes explosive, West Coast shit, uh, Cognac, uh, yeah. turn it back. Not saying thank you. You get that part at least, right? You, you get all that. Yes, you get all that. You get the Nate Dog verse. Like I said, somebody better get this. Right into Nate, right into Devin the dude. So right goes, now saying, thank you because I told you this is the bomb explosive when I met you last night, babe. That would fuck me yes. up. Damn, we don't even get a West Coast shit. And, that, and then this, this cut it. Yes. Blue, blue, blue your mind. You get all that, but no yeah, corrupt. There's no trace of corrupt on the radio edit. Clapping their hands. Nowadays, G like me can't even call it. Twenty-three year old freakaholic. They say they say censors the whole they say the freakaholic? They let they let freakaholic ride. They let that freakaholic rise? Okay. They let that ride. About the bitch I used to know. They gave you boy. I said only nobody know. Hey, but what does he say before clapping the hands, start with the feet? Because that gets the old school reverse. Now that I think about it, like I said, it's right from that last part, Nate Dogg verse, like, and it's and he's saying it over whatever you know what what Nate Dogg is singing right there. Oh, somebody better get this bitch. I hate him up. I, I got these motherfuckers clapping their hands. Somebody that what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's like because it starts off like, but that stuff clapping their hands. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody better get this bitch from them, but jumping, clapping their hands, stomping their feet. I haven't heard a good reverse in a side. I'm trying to think of a good reverse I've heard in a solid minute. Man, yeah, reverses are so 90s. Those are so 90s. I just prefer the, I'd rather you just pull a Luda, man. I just pull a Luda. Just, just, but then again, I guess hashtag more work. I guess it's more work. So a lot of people don't want to do it. It's messed up that we got away from doing radio edits as a whole. Cause I mean, think about all the classic cash money songs that, you know, really sound totally different on the album as far mm-hmm. as the cadence, how they're rapping. Of course, the lyrics, um, the most crude version I can remember as a child was had to be Busta Rhymes, Busta Rhymes and uh, sometimes DMX and maybe Master P. Mm-hmm. They were always DMX like, do we get people want to try what? 
Yeah, yeah. Snitches want to try something like that. And he had a whole bunch, you know. I'm gonna have to come on, you know. What I mean, he had a whole bunch of those, <laughs> those inserts. But then, like Buster, Buster would do, uh, and Ja Rule do. I got a Ja Rule example after this. But Buster would like instead of bitches, he'd be like chickens, like out of nowhere, like what? And then remember, um, what song was always on time? Is uh, can we get a piece of this late night lover? You know the one that make hits. <laughs> oh yeah, that that see that's that's a lane. You would never know that this nigga was talking about. You know the one that slain dick like no, you hear that twenty years later. Yes, and then the, the other part is thug style. Some 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 some. Well, I'm smacking your fans and hitting it all wild. Oh yeah, well I'm smacking your fans and hitting you a wild. And then you hear the t- years down the line. Well, I'm smacking your ass, fucking you all wild. But we shit. <laughs> So so real, but who cares? You can, baby. We got away from that, man. As a culture, we got away from that, and now sometimes it's just the instrumental, man. It's the instrumental. Like I listen to YTB, uh, Fat Get Back Radio Edit. That's just a fucking instrumental, man. <laughs> like woo, that get back up, woo, that get back up. It's like, oh, this is ridiculous, man. Just flip the, just flip the word. I feel like, I feel like there's a bigger bag. I feel like there's a bigger bag than just flipping the word. We talk about Agora Hills. He's talking about sucking dick in the bathroom. I'm like, you could flip this. Yep, Bobby Schmurda. That was another one that was impactful. He, he changed it up. He changed up words on there on Hot Nigga. Uh, he made it Hot Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm a Hot Boy, Hot Boy. I mean, I didn't when I shot Boy. Damn, I didn't turn any time, but it was actually a good radio edit. That it was. It was a uh, well, actually, no. I don't think it's technically a radio edit. It might be a mix show. This might be the, a, a real good mix show. They play this shit a lot out here in LA. YG, I'm trying to think of what the record was called. Oh, I think it's Toxic, the one that flips Mary J. And oh yeah, yeah they really and they play. They play, but in the mix show, they play damn near the first verse of "Be Happy" and mix it into Toxic. I was like, this would be fire if that record was actually like this. Yeah. So they nah. play the how can I find somebody over the beat and, and mix it. And I'm just like, that would be fire if the record was like that. But I don't know what I don't think that's made a has it made an album yet? Oh uh, no, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause the only YG album that come out is that record with Ty- with Tiger. This nigga has not put this on the album yet. Wow. Is it on the album with Tiger? YG Tiger. Hit me when yeah. you leave the club. I don't know if Toxic is on here. Toxic is not on here. Wow. I would have jigged the system. Unless he's saving that for I love unless he's saving that for the album, by all means. Right. And I guess this is what this is the album where he's getting back with mustard, right? Yes, I think yeah. so. I think they've been talking about that on Power 106. They were like, yeah, man, YG had an interview where he was talking about, yeah, him and mustard used to always argue about the dumbest shit. And we should talk about that. And think about that as friendship. And sometimes you just gotta squash some things and blah blah blah. And I was like, okay, so I guess a new I guess a new YG records on the way. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you real quick, the peak era of me listening to Power 106. And I mean, I used to stream this station religiously exactly 10 years ago, like 2013, 2014. T Fly, this D was in rotation. Uh Ty Dollar Sign, Joe Moses Paranoid was in rotation. Uh gosh, man, there was so many, like it was mustard radio. But it was the best because it was like before that happened, before Mustard ushered in that era, Power 106 was like living in that space of playing a lot of techno, um, a lot of remixes, even sprinkling in some Lady Gaga. Uh, oh, wow. I mean, they were like they were they were playing um, what's like a G6 got so much play <laughs> on Power 106. It was embarrassing. I can um, see that. 
I can see that. So it was like an era where a lot of people were like, damn, it's the only hip hop station in LA and they ain't playing LA hip hop or for that matter, any hip hop like that. Mm-hmm. And when Mustard ushered that era in, man, really, because Tiger took it nationwide first, when yep. Raxley came out, that really started to shift it to, um, you know, they, they played Make It Nasty a lot in rotation. Like, I enjoy listening to Power 106 around that time, like, a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I got I to gotta salute them. They really, you know, once the era was ushered in, they did a good job of really curating the hits of that time. So beforehand... So before Tiger got shit popping, Mustard got shit popping, you would just hear you would hear you would hear that you would hear a lot of um. Do you remember this song? This one hit one to do. Uh, I I know Josh would be like, I know this dude. <laughs> do uh, his name was Man. He had a song uh, what is sample? God, it's gonna bother me. Man, but the hook was like. Man, I feel like money. Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Power 106 banger. They play that shit nonstop. Because, I mean, he's he's from L.A., but still, like, L.A. rap was in a weird space around that time. You know, this is like, is this I Want to Rock time? I think around that time. But it's like, it was so pop-leaning. And it's like, I mean, this is the mainstream L.A. rap at this time. And then people were... What was a song like called We Run LA that like sampled I love LA? And it was like we run LA. It was it was a it was a different time, man. Was, I gotta, that, was I, Snoop on that? I can see Snoop being on something I like that. I think he was. I want to say your boy was on that song too. I, your boy. Your boy. Your boy was on that song, I believe. Real, real dark times in LA rap, man, for LA rap radio, I should say. Yes, Doc Hollywood and your boy. We run that reminds LA. Reminds me of Juice. That reminds me of your boy. Who else was on Black Wall Street? Um, wow. Uh, New Jersey Devil. <laughs> yep, yep. Damn, who was all everybody else on Black Wall Street? Your boy, Juice, Technique. Oh, wow. um, he Game did have, I'm pretty sure on Black Wall Street Volume 1, uh, he was Kendrick was labeled as K-Dot on there. Wow. Um, oh, I'm trying to think all of the niche Black Wall Street guys Game used to have. And that just reminds me of late 2000s. You bring up I Want to Rock. I'm like, wow. So that means it's late 08. Snoop is getting a little bit more into his rap bag and his experimenting bag. That means Nipsey's just coming out. Because I remember how big it was when um, uh, I don't think it was Hustle in the House yet. I think it was. I, see, they, did, they played Hustle in the House very sparingly. They, the, the song they played around that time when he was signed to Epic was uh, I'm feeling myself. Uh, 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 I'm feeling myself. I'm oh. so and I can't help it. I'm so <laughs> and I can't help it. Um, the song it was I it was Lloyd on the hook. It was Lloyd, and it was Lloyd. Damn, I'm trying yeah. to re- I'm trying to remember. It might have been Hustle in the House. It wasn't Bullets Ain't Got No Name yet. Bullets Ain't Got No Name was more ended up being more streetwise. I ended up being more streetwise. I know that was yeah. first street. Bullets Ain't Got No Name was definitely uh, you got that on the tapes. Yeah, but I'm thinking yeah. radio wise, it might have been Hustle in the House, and I don't think they were playing. I remember 09, he got a lot of love from the blogs because he got oh, the Drake verse on Killer. Yes. Yes. Big, big blog, big blog era rapper right there, man. I'm, I think I played Hustle in the House on the radio because he was big on the blogs. I mean, I remember he was signed to Koch Records. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my boys asked me, like, he grew up in the 60s. Is this nigga that old? <laughs> and, 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 it's, and it's also funny, too, because they bleeped out 60s. And they, no, excuse me, to bring this full circle. They reversed 60s. They didn't bleep <laughs> it out. 
He's like, I'm turned up because I grew up in the if if. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. I haven't really heard. You know what's crazy? Funny enough, we're talking about edits. I don't think they do this in South Florida. In Los Angeles, when they play, uh, they play Blinding Lights. Obviously, still a huge record for the weekend. When he says, "I'm going through withdrawals," they censor it. Wow. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, is the yeah. is it that bad out here?" And they also censor. Um, there was a beer record, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm fucking with this gangster nigga." All he does is gang bang or some shit like that. Oh, and they oh, censor they censor oh. gang bang. I was like, yeah, I don't think they I don't think they play any games with that out here in Los Angeles. So I can see that. Nah. But the withdrawals is what fucked me. I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever heard them censor this from a from from the from that uh, in, in, in any other city. I, I've heard Blinding Lights in New York City, haven't heard it. Florida, heard it numbers of times, haven't heard it. But withdrawals in Los Angeles, that was when I was like, ah, now I'm thinking, I wonder what other kind of niche censors do they do in Los Angeles that they not play with. Oh man, I can't think of any off top, but I do know that when I was listening to Power, you know, pretty heavy, they were very vigilant about like editing songs. Like back when, like you know, when we were growing up, and MTV would edit out the suggestive terms like withdrawals, but keep in stuff like ass and bitch. But then yeah. BET would beep out ass and bitch, but keep stuff like <laughs> withdrawals. And I used to always fascinate me, right? I would watch one video on BET, different edit than the video on MTV. So that was. Yeah. That's, I guess they take the MTV approach out there in LA, you know? Whether you're just discovering your voice or taking your show to the next level, you know what the world needs to hear. All you have to do is say it. With Spotify, set up your podcast, your food podcast, your mindfulness podcast, your never thought you'd get this far podcast, and watch those sparks fly. I put a picture of the Drop the episode anywhere people listen and find out who they're cooking with, where they're finding inner balance, and why they love your show. <laughs> You're already a creator. Now you can create, connect, and get paid for your passion with one single free tool. Spotify for podcasters. Talk where the world listens. You just released a new episode on Spotify, but don't just release episodes. Stand out on the world's most popular listening platform, wherever your show is hosted, with Spotify for podcasters. So don't just publish a podcast. Guide listeners to recommended content, featured episodes, and more. Don't just talk to your listeners. Use Q&As and polls to engage fans where they already are. Don't just check your stats. Find out where on Spotify you're being discovered and more. Tap a global audience of over 500 million. Then turn those listeners into fans with Spotify for podcasters. Yeah, that's true. I'm just like, I'm just like the the catching catching the different catching the different niches has been something that entertained me a whole lot. But radio wise, I think I think I think I've got I think I've got it down pat. I don't know if I should sprinkle in a little bit more into that into that mixture and try and see if I should get any other radio stations. But as you bring up those late 2000s early 2010s i'm just like that ended up being a huge huge time for south florida i think of most of your most of your homegrown uh home cooking classics end up being that late 2000s early 2010s or so like your grind mode any of those records that you can hit your ball greasy records that's all late 2000s 
early 2010s, you get a couple of those in there as well. Not all of them, not all of them are going to be on streaming. I think for the most part, a good amount of them are represented. Like uh, your Piccolo records, your Ball wow. Easy records, your Grime Mode records. Um, Khaled doesn't have his 09 album that has like a lot of those homegrown records on there, like Black Shades. He's a, He had an album with E-Class that he still <laughs> ignores to this day. I don't know why he ignores it. Because it has some of South Florida's best fucking records on there. Uh, Bizzle's on there. Lit by an Animal's on there. Um, remember, remember, remember Dirtbag? Remember the rapper Dirtbag? What did Dirtbag have? Oh, my God. He had a he was, I think he had he one song with Tony Sunshine. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He had a Southern Smoke, and it was him like in the in the water. <laughs> and the water was covering his eyes. So I was like, I don't know if I'm listening to this Southern Smoke balls. <laughs> I don't like dirtbag like that. Are you? I mean, it's it's great. I think it was like the first ten Southern Smokes and his face like that. I was like, ah, I don't know if you're selling me on dirtbag, but I'll still I'll still download it to keep the, the keep the category. Briscoe, what about Briscoe? I'm in the hood. I'm in the I'm in the hood. What fucks me up? Only the clean version is online, and I'm not wow. trying to hear nappy ass hair like buckwheat. Ote from Wayne. <laughs> clean. We're not doing it. Right. But Bitch on Me is a Florida classic. Wow. I used to get screamed in high school, Jim. Um, what else? What else did Briscoe have? Um, uh, just Know That. That's another record. Just Know That. From him just know that. that yep. just sounds like a 99 Jams banger. Just Know That. Just Know That. Hey, I've been grinding on my light. Right before Florida was like, man, I'm see, out. niggas. <laughs> I'm out, niggas. <laughs> Peace. I love, I love birthday. That was a song that got serviced to us early at radio, and I, I used to play that song in the mix. I loved birthday. I ain't gonna and lie. And they sold birthday, so they were like, "Whoa, first single from Flo Rida, birthday <laughs> produced by the Runners." I don't want no cake on my birthday. I want my cake every day, every day, every day, every day. Man, I hated that Khaled gave it such a generic name of that era that we're talking about. Like he just said. It's the movement. It's the movement. I'm like, yo, you could have stamped that with some type of like, you know, unique names. We could look back on this fondly with a a nice name instead of just it's the movement. Like, (laughs) he had all he had all that ready, and then I just remember uh, it was Briscoe, it was Flo Ride, it was Ross, it was Triple C's, it was I was about to say Chronic. The Chronic, the DJ was Chronic. Mm -hmm. Um. Who else? Damn, I just remember everything was going well until just one day he shakes hands. Flo Rida just shakes hands with someone and says, hi, I'm Kesha. Wow. See ya. You spin my head right around, right around when you go down, when you go. You spin my head. I I can see that doing damage in L.A. Was that doing damage in L.A.? Yeah, I think that was a big, between Power 106 and Kiss FM, I think that tore L.A. up. I think that tore L.A. up. I ain't gonna lie, but but I was gonna ask you: Was that the tipping point where we were like, "He's gone forever"? Like, was that right after Mail on Sunday album? That, that the next the next Flow Rider project had right round on it. It was called Roots. I, wow, I, yes, it I was. wasn't. I wasn't There's an acronym for that too. I don't know what the acronym is. Um, oh my god, what was the what was the acronym? No, I, I did about it. Glad you bring that up. I'm like, I remember there being an acronym for Roots. I was like, I'm talking about Roots. Some to some, some with the he had the he had the track he had the title track on there. Damn. Oh, he did have a good Neo record on here. And the reason that I thought he wasn't gone completely 
he had a song with Pleasure P called Shown. I was like, okay, so oh, still wow. with the, you can be my Shown. Yep. That song? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I haven't heard that song in forever. And it had, oh, a, it had a crazy sound. I was like, okay, he's getting a pot bag, but he's not fully gone, right? Right. So 2010, you hear, you know, I know how something, something, something is so loud. The club can't even handle me, right? I was like, all right. Bro. I said, all right, bro. Goodbye. Isn't that your, and then, I mean, we just kept going on and on after that. Like, hey, I heard you was a wild one. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If I me a long run, show me how you do. I want to down the club. Poor Sia. No, actually, not poor Sia. Sia had bangers. I'm not gonna lie. Sia had bangers. Yeah, she killed Titanium. Yeah, she, yeah. Uh, she had Chandelier. She had what other Sia records I fuck with? Titanium, Chandelier. Nice. She had some hits. Yeah, Sia had um, hits. Even Sean Paul was like, "Yo, I need some of this." <laughs> well, wine with it, girl. Bounce with it, girl. I was like, "Yeah, go ahead, Sean. Get some of that. Get some of that." I don't blame you. That's fucking hilarious. And then twenty fifth. I mean, years later, we get welcome to my. I'm gonna. If I had a. If I had. I'm. A, I'm gonna a guilty pleasure that I'm not gonna be judged with. I will put my house on there. You know, I was gonna ask you now that now that I think about it, how many themes like WWE themes has Florida had like for like pay per views and shit? Like I know like. My house was one for sure. I remember my house being one. I can't remember which year WrestleMania. I think it was a WrestleMania though. Um, I want to say so. He definitely had the Orlando theme for thirty three. Had give me the well, it wasn't his record. Whose record was that? Pitbull. Was it good feeling? Good feeling. Um. Oh, sometimes I get thirteen. I think. I, I just remember them, I remember them using Wild One for like a rock video package or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember. I do remember Green. I think Green Light was Pitbull's record though, because he got give me the Green Light and I'm ready to go. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, we, oh, we, oh. But Full Rider was on that, if I recall. Um, yeah, Flo Rider and MGK are tied in the WWE, man. MGK, I'm gonna say, has one of the better mania. Uh, oh, yeah. him and him and Esther Dean voices in the air. What a meme! What a meme! Helen me to listen. Sort of rock and see the meme for, for <laughs> once in a lifetime. The great meme. This is it. Really is a solid meme. We didn't know it at the time until years passed, and now we know. It was as monumental as they told us, at least in my opinion. Back oh, then, I knew it was big, but I was like, I don't know if it's 10, 20 down the line big. You, now we're 10, now we're almost like 10, 12 removed. Yeah, I could feel the, I could feel the, uh, the same way that Cody looks at, the same way that Cody looks at Rock Hogan as his favorite match of all time. I can see somebody else, a younger generation that looking, looking at this years down the line and be like, oh yeah, Rock Cena was it for me. Easily, easily, because what Hogan did for Rock. Uh, Rock did for Cena. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cena's star power just never... It, it, it was already up, but once that Rock-Cena one happened and everything around it, he was just to the moon after that point. I mean, he did, what, Trainwreck a couple years later, right? I think it was his first big film. I think Trainwreck was for Cena. I think. Um, outside of the Marines. Series. Oh, yes. Outside of the Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, um, with, with what's her name? With Rob there. And, yep. Uh, what's yep. her name? Fuck. Uh, yeah, who is the lead in there? Um, damn, that she was a big name too. I already forgot it. But but it took him to another level. Like Cena, Cena never came down after that program, man. As a star, 
And I mean, I mean, like not in wrestling, because of course he was an uber star in the world of pro wrestling already. But as just a uh, you know pop culture star, it took him to new levels, man. It took him exactly. to new levels. Exactly. As far as Rock, you know, fuck that nigga. Wait, you got, <laughs> got forty three days. You got forty three days to to make this right, Rock. Or you got to Saturday. He had him dancing. Cena had Rock dancing around. It. You said Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Then I got to meet Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> and I don't like Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> the, what is, <laughs> he was hilarious. Oh, Dwayne nah. Johnson is an egotistic, self-centered son of a bitch. That That's when you know it was 10-50 when he cut that promo. It was 10-50 when he cut that joint. <laughs> he wasn't cutting that joint at 830. Rob started, started getting them. I started getting the pecs together. I don't need catchphrases like hustle, loyalty, and respect to trend worldwide. Oh, that's like Oof. I don't need the promos on my wrist. Rock, Oof. rock, 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 and he brings it as soon as the live processes it. He's like, "Are you serious? Uh, you got if anybody has not, you gotta see it. Run it back. You did not get a chance to see that. Yeah, that shit is legendary, man. It, li- it lived up to the hype. Casino was like, "Fuck that. He ain't about to come out here and fruity pebbles me to death. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm jobbing. I'm I'm leaving here with something. I'm leaving." <laughs> <laughs> I just need Seth. I just need Seth to do the same. Please, Seth. Please do the same. Uh, hopefully, this Saturday. Showing he's showing up. I got him showing up. Seth's gonna get his bag. He's gonna get his bag. And Dwayne, keep calling me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you want to talk about girls, let's talk about yours. If you're so mad. <laughs> also, to put this out in the universe, I got him doing via satellite. I got some via satellite Ooh. shenanigans coming in. I got some via satellite. I, I feel it. I feel some via satellite shenanigans happening. So you got to get the dum, 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 da dum, 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 dum. And then uh, he's just like, yeah, I'm not coming to Australia. Australia is full of the biggest piece of. Ju-. He almost went to the lane on Friday. That's why I was kind of like steaming mad. He almost went to the lane of Utah's full of the biggest piece of trailer park trash. I was like, don't you dare go back to 98, you bastard. Nah. If he would have gotten a slow talking bag, yeah, I might have popped if he would have gotten a slow talking bag. I mean, he was trying his damnedest, but it's like it was the unk version. You know, he comes out there and he turns around like, hey, get the back real quick. Get the back real quick. You know, he's doing all the all the, you know, the old rockisms, but he's doing it as present day rock, so it's like he's it's cosplay for real, you know. And try to do the this ain't sing along. I was like, Rock, I bought this program twenty times, bro. You're not tricking me with this. <laughs> that L, that L better be for something important. But you got the chance to fix this. You got a chance to fix this, Rock. You got a chance to fix this. That's all I will say. Until then, these are gonna stay where they stay. Are you gonna Are you gonna let Stone Cold? God damn it! Is it gonna? There we go. There Boom. We go. Are you gonna let Stone Cold Steve Austin stay frontwards? Are you gonna let Mick Foley stay frontwards? Are you gonna let Angelo Dawkins stay frontwards? Are you gonna let Bangalore stay frontwards? I don't know if you want to do that. You know what I'm saying? You, you got a choice see. to make. You got you a choice to make. That's it. That's it. It's either it's either one way or the it's either one way or the other with this. It's either one way or the other with this. Either you're gonna save the world or you're not. Don't you yeah. want to do that? 
You did Jumanji. Didn't you save the world in Jumanji? I don't know. I didn't watch it. What other what other shit that you were in? You saved the world in San Andreas. You saved the world in San Andreas. This is a real life movie choice that you have a chance to make. So the fans that have been there, I'm not an internet fan. I'm just going to tell you that right now. This isn't anything that I'm trying to get Twitter points online. This is real life. This is me. You know me. I can see it in your eyes. If you were to call me out on SmackDown Friday night, I would know what it is. You know what I'm saying? But you have to make this right to A+, to me, and to all of the other fans worldwide that are ready for you to save the world. Because you got 43 days. That's it. I got him doing a rock tista. I got him doing a rock tista at Mania. He's going to be right in, right in Roman's face. I'm about to help you, brother. And then... <laughs> no, if it does that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. is the greatest video of all time. If he does, what's up? I will feel vindicated. I will literally feel vindicated for three years. I don't know if everybody knows that feeling. I will feel vindicated for three years. I will sell you ones down, Rock. He comes out with the shirt after Raw, and it's just a big impact prints one down. I'm I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. Oh, my God. Let the Rock make something perfectly clear. (laughs) I sent him to hell last night. (laughs) He's not in heaven. He's down there. (laughs) And he's not coming back. (laughs) Until six weeks later. And then he does a fucking spear on a Superman punch on the Rock. Oh, welcome back, Roman. I think we cracked the case, man. He's, you know... Throughout his career, he's always been, they stabbed me in the back. How many chairs I took to the back? It could happen again. You know, it could happen again. That's your own fault, nigga. Watch your back. <laughs> Turn around sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Turn around, nigga. <laughs> you want some glasses? <laughs> you hold you hold the belt for 1,300 days, but you can't turn around, nigga. What kind of, man are you? What kind of nigga is you? Nigga. What type of awareness you got? You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't hit the reverse button, nigga. Goofy, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get my bars off. Let's wait till let's wait till let's wait till next month's recut. Once we get a little bit closer, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my bars off. Until then, tune in to the next episode of Black Print, which will be coming out um about a week from now. About a week from now, this will be our bonus week, so you're gonna see a lot that will come from episode 55 between myself, J5, Josh P's great conversation that we had on the Black Print. We dropped Throwblacks, uh, covered Usher confessions for this month. Uh, we've already announced what next month's Throw Blacks is going to be. Documentary, game, huge L.A. album, and we talked a lot of L.A. rap today. This coincides very well with that. We're going to be taking care of that next month on Throw Blacks. We drop B-sides for the patrons. We're going to have some details on what we usually do from this around this time on Blackburn. Usually it's spring cleaning. We announce um, some of the new shows and some of the new things that we're going to be working on, so stay tuned with that as a patron, of course. And, uh, of course, you will hear from us next month on Recut Gems Between A-plus and I. So until then, We will see you then. Peace.